Bishop Matthew Adiaminter is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. This morning, I want to share with you taking back your honor through violent faith. You know, um, we've declared 2018 a year of violent faith, taking it by force. And there are some things that you don't wait. It's not that I'm praying and waiting on the Lord. There are things that you are supposed to position yourself and take it by force. God has given us that power and through the force of faith, faith is a spiritual force that enables you to take things by force. Hallelujah. And so we're going to look up the story of a young man who took his honor by force through the act of violent faith. Turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter 10. We're reading from 46. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer. Rise. He's calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Amen. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Now this blind man called Bartimaeus, he's a very interesting character. The name Bartimaeus is combination of two words. But in the Hebrew is son. That means son of Timas or Timaeus. And the Bible says, this man sat by the rosa. The meaning of Timaeus is to honor. So this young man was a son of honor. But something interestingly happened 
from his background. Number one, the place that he came from is called Jericho. And how many of you remember that Jericho was cursed by Joshua? Joshua chapter 6 verse 26. Then Joshua charged them at the time saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord who rises up and builds this city, Jericho. He shall lay the foundation with his firstborn and with his youngest. He shall set up the gates. So Joshua, through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, cursed Jericho. After Jericho was defeated, the walls were brought down. Joshua cursed. The first person who tried to build Jericho, he's called Hai. Turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 16 verse 34. In his days, Hai of Bethel built Jericho. He laid its foundation with Abiram, his firstborn, and with his youngest son, Sigab, he set up a gate according to the word of the Lord, which he has spoken through Joshua, the son of Nun. So the first king who tried to build Jericho, or the Nabakai na to foundation, they were lined up. Because Jericho was cursed. And this is the place Batimaus was coming from. Again, in Jericho, that one of the kings of Israel, Zedekiah was the king of Judah. He was arrested by Nebuchadnezzar. They pulled his two eyes and made him naked. Lined all his children and they were slaughtered and was taken into captivity. In the plains of Jericho, an anointed king, Zedekiah, because of the curse of what? Jericho. It was at Jericho. David sent out men to one of the kings to go and congratulate him. And the king took the men, shaved off their beard. In those days, if you are a man and they shave off your beard, it means humiliation. You become like a woman. And then torn the address and the bottles were showing. So come on, go and show it to David. And when somebody brought a word to David that this is what the humiliation your men have suffered. He said, let them stay at Jericho. They shouldn't come to Jerusalem. Let them stay. As for Jericho, if bad things happen there, it's okay. In the name of Jesus. If your place had become a bad word, if your name had become a bad word, we cancel it in Jesus' name. There are sometimes homes, it has become a bad word and a proverb of mockery that people make all kinds of references. Oh, I'm for these people. Oh, that, oh, oh, this house. Oh, 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 we know them. I remember when I was growing up, there was a house near to our place. And all the time, the people that are fighting. And do you know the name that we gave them? Sodom and Gomorrah. A Jadem. That, that's how we used to call them. And when they are fighting very aggressively, 
you know, very abusive and they will insult it. Ah, you know, as for Sodom and Gomorrah, it's always fire. We counsel every bad word and proverb that have been associated with you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And some people will refer to you and hear for for. If you live in village, the things you hear, amen. And Jericho had a bad repetition. So, Bartimaeus was coming from Jericho. No wonder. I can go on and on and show you bad things that were associated with Jericho. Jesus associated Jericho with a place of palm robbers. Jericho became a place of what? Arm robbers. Langars. So if, if you see somebody who is a langard, he's a descendant of Jericho. Luke chapter 10, reading from 30. Then Jesus answered and said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who striped him of his clothing, wounded him, departed, leaving him half dead. Hey, Jericho. Because Jericho was cursed. Langas, Jericho. Arm robbers, Jericho. Pickpocket, Jericho. And they beat the man. Strike, took everything away and left him half dead. If you're watching this broadcast and you are a langard, you are an arm robber, I want you to know you are cursed with the curse of Jericho. And the curse of Jericho will work against your firstborn to the last. Though your children are innocent, your activities, the curse of Jericho. And this is where Bartimaeus came from. Hallelujah. A businessman, a very crook businessman. Why you man? Nigerians will say, why you? A very crook business character. He's also from Jericho. Let's go to the book of Luke chapter 19. Reading from verse 1. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. Hey! Zacchaeus is also from where? Zacchaeus is also from Jericho. Amen. Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich, and he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd. For he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up unto a sycamore tree to see him. For he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, mm, ah, Hey, a son of God, you've come to town. A 
and this crook businessman, a crooked man like Zacchaeus, that everybody, he'd been cheating people. Amen. Because he was a chief task collector. And in those days, you cannot be a task collector without becoming a traitor. You betray the Jews' cause. So as soon as you become a task collector, it means you've joined yourself to the Romans against the Jews. And he will collect more. He will take more. If you have to pay 10%, Zacchaeus will make it 30%. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, he had gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. That means he was accusing people falsely in order to take more from them. That was the attitude of Zacchaeus. There are people like that. They make their money by accusing people. And they will take more from you. If you are like that, the case of Jericho is on you. You take what does not belong to you. You take land that does not belong to you. You take things that does not belong to you. Because you can falsify your documents and take them by force. The curse of Jericho is upon you. And if you are hearing me today, repent like Zacchaeus and the Lord will forgive you. So, this is a brief background about what? Jericho. Because Jericho was cursed. And the Bible says, this blind man, Bartimaeus, very good name to honor. And do you know Zacchaeus, the meaning of Zacchaeus? The meaning of Zacchaeus is pure or clean. But you see, the devil turned it around. Sometimes, God has just seen that you should be a clean person, not an armed robber. But the devil will turn it around. Sometimes, God has destiny that you should prosper, but the devil will turn it other way around. Sometimes, God has destiny that you are a great son of honor, but the devil will turn it other way around. And that's why you need to give your life to Jesus for restoration. If Zacchaeus had not met Jesus, a clean man, but the devil twisted him, twisted his mind, and he was leading an impure life. The people see him and, and, and they were complaining, murmuring. Hallelujah. And that's what the devil is good at doing. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, you'll be delivered. And so, when Bartimaeus, whose name means a son of honor, but he sat by the roadside because he lived in a place called Jericho. And every day he would sit down and beg. And people would cast all manner of comments. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when you talk about blindness, we have the visually impaired. But there are, the Bible talks about several blindness. So many kinds of being blind. We have being blind spiritually. Your heart is blind. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4.18. It 
He said, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of blindness of heart. When your heart is blind, you don't have understanding about spiritual things. Sometimes I hear some commentary from politicians. You hear commentary from some journalists about the things of God. And then you pity them because they don't have understanding. Their heart is what? Darkened. They have what we call blindness of heart. You can't believe. You can't see. You can't perceive spiritual things because you are blind. Hallelujah. And then we have blindness that leads to barrenness. It will not make you fruitful. Let's read that one from the book of 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 5. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence out to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, when you are without knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. When you don't have self-control, you can fight even in public. You can disgrace yourself. You can embarrass yourself for lack of self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. You need to lead godly life. To godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. You need to show love to brothers. If you don't do that, you are blind. Hallelujah. Amen. For if these things are yours and are bound, you will be neither barren nor fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sin. So, if you lack this thing also, it means you are blind. It's not those who are visually impaired people. We also have another kind of blindness when you are smooth, but angels can make one blind. And it happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. When the men of the city saw angels, the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, they were so rotten. They slept with men in Sodom and Gomorrah, so they were looking for angels to sleep with. So when they saw the angels entering the house of Lot, they chased them up, came there. So Lot said, you can take my daughters. They are virgin. They said, oh, no, 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 no. You see, homosexuals are blind. They are blind in their thoughts. Lesbians, they are blind and they make blind arguments about nature. The Bible says, doesn't even nature even teaches you? Can't you learn from nature? Uh, you are born homo. Who told you? If you are cleptomania, should we also enact a law that I'm a cleptomania? So I should be allowed to steal. Now people are even advocating. I mean, in some other countries that you can even sleep with your dogs. What kind of society are we building? And that's how the men of Sodom and Gomorrah were. They've lost their honor. So if somebody a homosexual, it doesn't matter the kind of award, he can be given all kind of this, and no matter the status he had in society, 
go to other places, the way they praise them, the this and that, you look at it. Such a person is without honor. It's not a matter of a choice. It's not a matter of choice. Are we waiting? There are times some people can come out and say, me also, I feel like sleeping with my mother. So I, I should be allowed. I feel like sleeping with my sister. I, I, I feel like marrying my daughter. I feel, then they also, what kind of society? Hallelujah. So the angels smote the people with blindness. So if somebody is a homosexual, he's blind. You need to be delivered by the power of God. You know, with all the people that have ministered to, some of them were raped by others. In fact, there's one preacher, a white man that he was interpreting, raped him. You know, he kind of said, oh, I want to do something with you. And, he said, and put some dollars there. You know, some, you know, sometimes people, when they see money, and since that person did it with him, it became part of him. He couldn't just control. And that's what I've also discovered. Most of the people, young ones that have been raped, it becomes difficult. It takes the grace of God for such ones to be delivered. And that's why I say, don't go there at all. Don't try it at all. It's like cocaine. It's like heroin. It's like opium. Once you touch it, it becomes difficult. And may God give you the grace. I say, may God give you the grace. If you are watching this broadcast, not that we hate you, we love you, we know you can be delivered. Don't live under the illusion that I was born with it. Don't justify it. It's wrong. We don't build society that way. There must be laws. There must be rules. Hallelujah. Genesis 19.11. That's where the Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. And in fact, Elisha one smoothed the Syrian army also with blindness. He prayed for them and though they could see physically with their eyes. You know, that kind of blindness, you can see with your eyes, but still. They wanted, they were looking for Elisha. They've heard that anytime they plan something, Elisha could pick from their bedroom, the king's bedroom, what was being planned. And then they sat down and said, let's go and kidnap him. You see, they are fully. Somebody who can pick information from your bedroom. Then you sit down and say, let's go and kidnap him. So he sent contingent. And Elijah, when he saw that they had surrounded, he prayed and God smoothed them with blindness. That the kind of blindness was that. You know, they could see with their eyes, but you, you walk to the wrong place. So they came here. We are looking for, um, there's a man of God living here. And they didn't know that they were talking to. He said, oh, come, let me show you where he is. So he led them to the king's palace. And when he went there and said, God opened their eyes, they saw that they had been ambushed. May God ambush your enemies. I say, may God ambush your enemies. Hallelujah. Those who plan evil about you, may God ambush them with spiritual blindness. Coming back to this man, Bartimaeus, he sat down, heard the comment people made, some of people throwing some few coins, 
and they will make all kinds of derogatory statements about him. And he was tied. Number one, he was tied. And when he heard Jesus, the healer, Jesus, the great physician, passing by. You know, when you hear Jesus is passing by, when you hear the name of Jesus, it's an opportunity for you to be delivered. It's an opportunity for your life to be turned around. And this man shouted. He said, what should I even say? I should call him son of David. So he said, son of David, have mercy on me. I'm called Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. So, son of David. And by faith, that man was sitting there, but he had faith. While he was crying, the people said, keep crying. You know, in life, you always have certain people that you need to fight against. There are those who fight against your dream. You come out with any good suggestion. They will say, oh, oh, this is not possible. It's not possible. You know, there are people when you are dreaming little dreams, they will support you. But when you want to dream that is considered as impossible, they will say, hey, Charlie, forget it. Even you, 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 I mean, you can't do it. What are you going to get the money from? These were the kind of people surrounding Bartimaeus. Shutting him down. Hey, keep quiet. You think Jesus is for an entity like you? But I'm here to say to you, no matter what your status, Jesus loves you. I said Jesus loves you. And he can make something out of your life. There can be a change in your life. Don't look down upon yourself. This man did not allow what the public was saying. Some of us, we always get agitated about what people say about us. You don't have to allow that. If you always want to hear the public opinion about you, you will not hear anything good. Amen. So you have to believe. Believe in what the word of God is saying, not what others are saying. When they say you, you cannot prosper. Say, I will prosper. I believe in the word of God. When they say you cannot make it in life, say, I will make it. I will surprise you. When they say you are not, you are not part of your destiny, say, my destiny is in the hands of God. I will surely make it. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can see you succeeding. As I see you succeeding, you will make it. You will triumph. And one of the things that you need to overcome is faith. According to 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. He said this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. May you triumph. I said may you triumph. So he shouted the more. You know with violent faith you don't allow any voice of opposition to drown your ambition, to drown your dream. You shout them all. When they say it's not possible, you say it's possible. When they say you cannot make it, say I will make it. When they say you are not destined to be a king, say I'm a child of a king. 
Hallelujah. He shouted the more. And then Jesus stopped. With the force of faith. He stopped the entrance of Jesus. Jesus stopped and everybody stopped. I said because of violent faith. Everything was stopped for you. The element was stopped for you. The weather was stopped for you. Financial analysis was stopped for you. Situation was stopped for you. The thing that people say to not work, it was turn for you. Things will begin to salute you. And Bartimaeus was able to bring a whole Jesus and his entourage to a halt. Everything was saluting him. Attention was on him. Because Jesus began to focus on him and say, Hey, what do you want? What do you want me to do for you? And then he said, Robbery, that I may receive my sight. He said, Let it be unto you according to your faith. I am here to tell you it will be done according to your faith. Not what people say. It will be done according to your faith. It will be done according to your faith. Your faith will triumph. Your faith will take you through. Your faith will make you a king. Your faith will make you a winner. Your faith will help you to build your house. Your faith will let you marry. When they say this one, he cannot marry by faith. Before they will see, you are having the best wedding here. I see your face bringing you through. I see your face bringing you through. You might have sat down long. You might be on the road for a long time. You might have all kind of negative comments. But the time has come that your glory has returned. This man took his glory. He took back his honor by violence of faith not through any pastor he did not go through any prophet by force of faith he took what belonged to him I see by force of faith that God is giving you what belongs to you you welcome to worship with us Gospel Light International Church next to Orion Cinema in Kruma Circle or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. Call 0261-984-098. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast, or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 00300 99401 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.